got a real good feeling. You're listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast with Crypto Jeb, bringing you the best and most updated news about cryptocurrency. Tune in every morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch this podcast live on our YouTube channel. Hey guys, what's going on? Jeb here, and in today's video, we are going to be preparing the rocket ships because Ethereum just broke all-time high last night. It only pushed about $20 above its previous all-time high, but it did do it. And right now, it looks like Bitcoin might be gearing up for a major rally. There are a plethora of technical and fundamental indicators and on-chain metrics and news stories that we need to talk about that are going to lead me to believe that Bitcoin is about to break its all-time high again and move much farther beyond. We've got a great show lined up for you today. I simply cannot wait to dive into it. If you want to know where Bitcoin is right now and where Bitcoin is going over the next three to seven days, you have found the right place. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, T.A. Tam. How you doing, Tam? What's up, everybody? I think, uh, you know, Jeb won the HODL trophy today, so it's I not did. coming back over here. As someone did post, though, uh, Jeb, why do you keep it on the floor? Because It you deserves think, better than that. Because if I put it up here, the boom arm is going to, like, knock I, it over, and I, it deserves better than that. I heavily think that this, at least this time tomorrow, 24 hours from now, if not before, I think it would have been able to be over here again. But it doesn't matter, because at 930, Jeb is the closest. I love wins. this placement for the HODL trophy, because it looks like it's, like, giving you an uppercut from my angle. It looks like he's just like punching you because he's like over there. It's great. We're also joined as always by Smay. How you doing, Smay? Hello, everybody. I'm doing pretty good today. Um, uh, I also am doing extra good because I get to shout out members today. Hey, so I want to shout out. I want to shout out three very special people. Angel P. Bobo the Crypto Hobo. And the Crypto Alchemist. Let's go. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I'm going to do a bonus one. I'm going to do a bonus one. Ricardo, Vinny Gas. There you go. And I am going to shout out our two new members before we get started yeah. here. Thomas Post just joined as a Jebi youngling, and he said, Woo, been watching Jeb for over a year. Thank you very much for joining, Woo. Thomas. And then also we had, let's see here, Tom Wilkes, Tom Wilkes. join as a Jebi Knight. Thank Tom you Wilkes, very, very uh, much. I think he re-upped his, his but Pretty, much, Woo, pretty much, I think what it means is if your name is Tom, it's today's the day. Yeah, today's the day for Tom's. So. The Tom, this show is brought to you by Tom. Yeah. No, but actually, guys, today's show is brought to you by our very own Cryptocurrency Technical Analysis Academy. You're about to see us do a ton of technical analysis over the next about an hour as we go through this show. And if you want to learn how we do technical analysis and how our entire team does technical analysis every single day, then the one-stop shop to learn everything you need to know about technical analysis is CT2A. The link is in the description box down below. Tim, what are you going to do over the weekend? Well, tonight... We're having an office party. Uh, Jeb Ooh. can't make it because Jeb has some family time stuff. We're having an office party slash pre-Smay birthday party because yep. tomorrow is Smay's birthday. So I think tomorrow I'm watching football and hanging out with Smay even Yay. though we are worst enemies. Yes, we are worst enemies, yes. guys. Worst so enemies I, watching football together. I didn't, I didn't even invite him. He just like forced yeah, I, his way. I, I thought, what, how could I ruin the day? Hmm. So I called yeah. his dad and got and wiggled yeah, my horrible. way in. You know? Oof. Horrible. That's pretty rough. Well, guys, let's go ahead and jump on to the chart because we have a lot to start with. Bitcoin right now is just setting up for something incredible, guys. As you can see in the title, I think that the rocket ship is in the process of being lit. I think we're fueling up. We're on the launch pad. We're putting all the astronauts on board, and we're about to take off and head to the moon. Many of you guys would say that we're already on the moon and we're heading to Mars. You might be able to say that as well. Whatever analogy you want to use right now, Bitcoin looks phenomenal. Let's start here with some technical analysis on Bitcoin. The very first thing I want to show you 
has to do with the bullish MACD convergence that we are seeing over the last 24 hours. Take a look at this. So long as Bitcoin stays above $61,000 today, then we are likely to see continued bullish MACD convergence. And if that occurs, then that is something that can lead Bitcoin to moving to the upside and having a reversal. You guys need to understand the thing about MACD is that whenever its histogram bars start reversing, that is the early warning sign. The cross is actually just the confirmation. So the fact that this has started to reverse right here is actually a very, very good sign. Now, another thing I want to show you has to do with the Bollinger Bands. And this is something that Taylor, who is on our team, T-Shroom, who is on our team, pointed out. Right now, the, the way that we are interacting with the Bollinger Bands looks very similar to the way that we were interacting with the Bollinger Bands back over here on September the 1st. Let's take a look at this. Bollinger Bands on Bitcoin have been constricting ever since the 21st of October. The last eight days, they have been constricting here from the top band, and they've been constricting from the bottom band for the better part of a month. However, this means that Bitcoin is going through much needed consolidation. It desperately needed to consolidate a little bit here. This is not something that we should be scared of. This is an opportunity, if anything. And during this time, Bitcoin actually pulled back beneath the 20 daily simple moving average, which represents the center line of the Bollinger Bands. We can see that something similar happened over here on August 31st and September the 1st of 2021. We saw convergence come in about 10 days earlier, and then we pulled back below the Bollinger Bands before finally bouncing and rallying. That looks to be what we're going to do right here. Very astute observation by one of our favorite researchers, Mr. T-Shroom. Thank you very much. He's in the room, by the way. Give him a shout out. Can you show him over there, Say, What's up, Tay? What's up, T-Shroom? There you go. He's the one that found the Bollinger Bands. He uh, he kind of ruined the cloud that I was giving him with that yee-yee, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. The point is he found that, so shout out to him. But let's go ahead and continue on here. There's another thing I want to show you. It shows up on the RSI. You can see that the RSI bottomed out here around 52. And that is a very good sign because it means that we're still in something called the bullish control zone. What that essentially means is that Bitcoin is still in the hands of the bulls. Yes, we've had a correction over the last little while, but in general, Bitcoin is still in the hands of the bulls. We've not pushed down to, you know, 30 or 40. We're at 55. That is definitely a good sign. Now, a th another thing I want to point out here, which Tim actually found this this morning, is that there is some very strong bullish RSI divergence showing up across the board right now on Bitcoin. This is incredibly powerful. Why? Bullish RSI divergence is rarely ignored. RSI divergence in general is rarely ignored. And we actually talked about something like this a little while ago. But this right here is very, very important. Essentially, what we're looking at here, I believe we actually mentioned this on Monday. Uh, what we're looking at right here is that there's higher lows on the R on the price action, but the market has made lower lows down here on the RSI. What does this mean? Well, whenever you see divergence of the RSI on the support levels, not the resistance, that'd be bearish RSI divergence, but on the support levels, that's what's known as bullish RSI divergence. Bullish RSI divergence has a price target in proportion to the length of time it's been in effect. So this bullish RSI divergence has been in effect for 21 days. We have an idea that since it's been in effect for 21 days, it's going to have a big impact. If this was only like two days worth of bullish RSI divergence, wouldn't be that powerful. But since it is much longer term, it is incredibly powerful. Definitely something that you want to look at. On top of that, you can see it even more clearly down here, like on the 12 hour chart. You can see it right here and then down here on the four hourly chart as well. It shows up crystal clear with these lower lows right here, and they are giving us a very, very good indication of what's going to happen over the next couple of days. So with that said, let's go ahead and do some TA down here on the four hourly chart. The very first thing to show you shows up on our VPVR. If you take a look at the VPVR here, you can see that there is a very important climax right here. It's the point of control sitting at $61,000. Remember, guys. 
VPVR is like a hill, and you know what happens when you're a ball sitting on top of a hill? You roll down one of the sides, and it kind of depends on which way you get momentum as to which way you're going to roll. It's kind of like how uh, continental divides, massive mountain ranges. Rain will fall on one side, and it'll shed off the continent the other way, and it'll fall on one side and shed off the continent the other way. That's kind of what we're looking at right here with this VPVR. We're sitting on top. We're going to shed one way or the other. Right now, Bitcoin is sitting right on top of the mountain. Very, very unstable position for it to be in, which means it's probably not going to stay there for very long. We're either going to see Bitcoin have a major rally and fall down the hill to the upside, or it's going to have a major correction and fall down the hill to the downside. I'm personally of the camp it's going to fall down the hill to the upside, but you can see we're in this decision area over the last 24 hours right here. On top of that, take a look down here at the MACD. You can see that the MACD has been bullish for a while. And other than one four-hourly candlestick, we are still divergent bullish. That is a very, very good sign. On top of that, taking a look here at the RSI, you can see that the RSI has punched back into the bullish control zone. We're sitting at 51. That means that the four-hourly chart bulls look to be recovering the strength that they lost for the last couple of days, which is a very good sign indeed. Moving on down to the one-hourly chart here, there's just a couple of things I want to show you. The very first thing is that there is a long-term uptrending level of support. I know this chart's a little bit hectic, but just bear with me here. I'm going to make it nice and simple. This uptrend right here, which I'll go ahead and make this color, is incredibly important. If we look on the last four, uh, if we look on the four hourly chart, and look at the last year of price action, you can see that this has had a major impact on the market for literally almost a year. And then looking down here at the four hourly chart, we're currently getting back up above that. The fact that we're sitting above that support level, that uptrending support level is remarkably bullish. On top of that, there is one final thing I want to show you down here on the four hourly chart before we do some market cypher ta and that is that we are currently in a bull flag and that bull flag that bull pennant actually this is not a bull flag it's a bull pennant because it's a pennant not a flag we have a rally uh, and a price target up to sixty five thousand dollars that is what you need to know about that. Now, let's back up. Let's run through the daily chart again. And this time, instead of looking at our normal TA, we're actually going to look at Market Cipher, which is one of the indicators that I've been using recently. We're going to run through this pretty quickly here because there's not a lot that's changed ever since yesterday. But the thing I want to show you here on the daily chart is that Market Cipher is having a retreat uh, from the RSI, but it has been curving to the upside over the last couple of days. This is a different RSI than the RSI we looked at earlier, which is this one. This is the default RSI. This is part of the, of the, uh, of the Market Cipher pack you can see that we're having a little bit of a bounce and a rally. You can also see that the money flow is trying to curve to the upside, but for the most part, it is flat and stagnant. And we have the VWAP curving to the upside, which is a good sign. These three pieces, the RSI trending up, the, uh, the money flow trying to trend up, and the VWAP pushing up here to zero, very bullish sign. And the final bullish sign here on the daily chart is this. Take a look at these dots up here, these green and red dots. These represent the crosses between this light blue and this dark blue. Uh, this kind of like th just this blue level. Uh, and whenever they cross, they print either a green or a red dot. What we're about to see, if I just go in here and I turn off some of these, I could turn off the uh, money flow. You can see right here, it looks like we're about to see this cross and that's going to print a green dot. It's actually very rare for a green dot to print uh, just above the zero level. And whenever it does do that, I can't even find an example in recent memory, but whenever it does do a green dot and print a green dot right around here, just above the zero level, that's typically a very, very good sign just based on historical analysis that we've done here behind the scenes. So if we do see that, that's definitely going to be a good thing for Bitcoin. Now, moving on down here to the four hourly chart, we're going to run through this pretty quickly because there's a bunch of news that we need to get to also. 
This kind of looks bearish down here on the four hourly chart, but I would argue it's not necessarily. Right now, you can see the VWAP is pushing to the downside and money flow is red. But if this money flow continues like this, it could very easily curve and turn around. And this is a really big part of the way you want to use Market Cipher. You want to be looking for uh, the curve. That is very much what you want to be looking for there. Now, the VWAP is pushing to the downside and the, uh, the money flow right here is pushing to the upside, but it looks like it may be taking a breather. And this makes sense because of what we were looking at earlier. Right now, the market is taking a breather. We're kind of trading sideways, so we're not expecting a bunch of bullish momentum showing up on our indicators. Pushing down to the one hourly chart really quickly here. We can see that there was a green dot reversal on the momentum, which is a good sign. But also keep in mind, we are seeing uh, lower highs here on momentum. And we're also seeing higher lows here on momentum, which in my opinion means that we're seeing uh, convergence. And it means that we're seeing um, kind of a war going on between the bulls and the bears. And whichever one wins over the next several days, it will likely show up down here on the one hourly chart. Or excuse me, not the next several days, the next, uh, the next 12, 24, 36 hours or so. Whichever one wins, they're going to walk away with a lot of power. So take uh, take a lot of uh, heed to what's going on down here on the hourly chart with market cipher B. It's giving us a lot of potential bullish setups, but it hasn't happened yet because we still need to have that breakout. Now, quickly, I want to run through the DBSI also which is a market cipher tool as well. You can see if we have large numbers on the bottom, that's bullish, large numbers on top, that is bearish. You can see we had a 16 there, negative five here. That was very bearish back here on the 27th of October. As of today, we're seeing an 11 bullish, a negative one bearish, which means that we're seeing a lot more bullish pressure than, uh, we're seeing a lot more bullish pressure than bearish pressure, which is a good sign. Looking down to the four hourly chart, we see something similar on the last four hours. And then looking down to the hourly chart, we see the exact same thing in the last hour. So these time frames look relatively bullish for the next candle sticker two on the daily chart four hourly and daily but we're going to come to more conclusions about where the market's going to head next here in a little bit but let's go ahead and run through some news because we actually have quite a bit that we need to talk about and i'm actually gonna i'm gonna bring tim in here in a second to discuss a few of these. The very first one I want to show you is this. More than 40 digital currency ETFs await U.S. regulatory approval. Competitors are quickly following suit after the first U.S.-based Bitcoin ETF debuted earlier this month. The source indicates that four have already been approved by the Securities and Exchange Commission, the most notable of which is ARK 21 Shares Bitcoin ETF created in a joint effort by 21 Shares and ARK Invest. Essentially, what we're seeing here is that it seems like there's some insider information that is saying that more Bitcoin ETFs and ETPs have already been approved and they're just awaiting announcement. Take a look at this. Fund managers appear to be scrambling to match demand from investors as major cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin and Ethereum teeter around record price levels. According to Bloomberg, ter uh, Bloomberg terminal screenshot taken by Bloomberg, intelligent an uh, t intelligence analyst James Seifert over 40 crypto ETFs or ETFs are now awaiting listing in the United States. There seems to be a massive tidal wave going on with our exchange traded products right now in the United States. We saw two of them get approved in the exact same week. And we're about to talk about here in a second how we may be about to see something very similar happen in the Australian market which would, of course, be very, very bullish. And the point I want to make here, and Tim, I actually want your take on this really yeah. quickly before we move in. Since we have seen uh, the United States uh, approve a Bitcoin ETF, do you think that that's going to open the doors for a lot of other nations to just kind of quickly jump in and finally approve one? I mean, yeah, definitely. The United States, as many things as we do wrong, and I'm like, why do people keep copying us, do seem to be one of the countries that when we actually do something, a lot of other countries are like, well, if the United States are doing it, let's do it as well. So so that I do think this is not that the United States is the end all be all, but when something happens in the United States, it often sends large ripples throughout the rest of the world, the rest of the finance world. So 
I, I think the answer is yes. Yeah, well, it's a bit like the United States FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration. Whenever a, a uh, aircraft gets approved by the FAA, pretty much every single other uh, similar governing body around the world immediately approves that aircraft. The, the uh, Every single air traffic controller in the world, every pilot that works uh, internationally uh, for commercial uh, industry has to speak English because they are following America's standard. Mm-hmm. You look anywhere in industry and the world follows America because of the U.S. dollar hegemony, and I think the same thing is going to happen here. We're going to talk about Australia here in a second, but I think that this is not going to be the end of this. Now that uh, now that uh, big now that the uh, the final frontier of ETF approval has happened, well, maybe not the final frontier, but the second final frontier. We still need a physically, uh, we still need a Bitcoin settled ETF. So I understand that. But now that pretty much every gate's been knocked down we may end up seeing a lot more. Now, take a look at this. It looks like there's going to be an ETF approved in Australia. I'm not going to go into a ton of detail on this, but following what we've seen happen in the United States with the ProShares ETF and the other ETFs coming online, it looks like Australia may be moving in this direction as well. Wasn't Australia, I mean, that's, that's been in the works here for a little minute. Yes, it, I believe it? it has been, but it looks like okay. it can be accelerating now that they've seen a lot of confidence gotcha. coming out of the United States. Yep. A Bitcoin ETF launched by BetaShares may already start trading in Australia in the near future. Australia, guys, people don't realize this. They're a giant economy. And Australia also, if you, wa- if you, if you research what's gone on in the last year and a half with global international commerce and with supply chain logistics, Australia is actually a much more powerful nation than a lot of people realize. Australia was the one nation... That actually did damage to China because Australia said something about, you know, what happened last year. The prime minister did. China shut down all bulk good imports, which meant that China was getting a lot of its coal and a lot of its raw resources from Australia. They put an embargo on Australia. All of a sudden, China couldn't get a bunch of its raw resources. That's where all these Chinese blackouts have been coming from. That's where all of these supply chain logistics issues have been coming from. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Australia is actually an incredibly powerful nation, due in part and due in large part, not to its GDP, but to the fact that it supplies... China and the rest of Southeast Asia, which is the world's factory, they are an incredibly powerful nation. And if they uh, adopt a Bitcoin ETF, that is going to send shockwaves around the world in the exact same way that what we saw in America did. Now, moving on here. This is probably the story that all of you guys have already seen. This is pretty cool. I tweeted about this a second ago. Matt Damon stars in global crypto ad, Fortune Favors the Brave, to air in 20 countries. And by the way, guys, we have over 3,000 people watching and only about 500 to 600 likes. If you want to support this channel, the best way that you can do it is by hitting that like button. We very much appreciate it. Let's see if we can't get to 1,000 likes here in the next couple of minutes. Now, like him or hate him, Matt Damon's one of the most famous actors that has ever lived, and he has just starred in an ad for Crypto.com. Crypto.com, for a new kind of currency comes a new kind of card. You know, they've become very, very famous with those advertisements. That was and pretty, they have That's pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. You've seen that ad, right? You, you could replace the voice. You know? I could replace yeah. that voice. Couldn't I? You've seen we, the we ad, gotta, right? We reach out, yeah, we got to reach out to them. Everybody's seen that ad. That ad is everywhere. Crypto.com, I mean, look, that, that I kid you not, that domain is probably worth a quarter of a billion dollars, if not more. Crypto.com. It's insane. This is a giant deal, and you've probably all seen it. Because this is, quite frankly, this this commercial looks a lot like a commercial that Apple would make. This this commercial kind of reminds me of, Tim, you're, you're, you're like really old. Do you remember in 1984? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm joking. Do you remember the 1984 commercial that Apple put together where the where she's like doing the 19, 1984 won't be like 1984? Are you familiar with that commercial? 
Are you talking, did I watch it back in 1994? No, 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 no. I mean, do you know the commercial? I don't. And Smay, I, do you know I, that commercial? I do know the commercial. Okay, Smay, you know that commercial, right? Yes. Do you, I, I watched this ad with Matt Damon and like, look at all the explorers. Look at all this. Look at all that. And it really kind of reminded me of that commercial when Apple started taking over the home computing market. Do you see any parallels between that, Smay? Because you, get, drop a one in chat if you know the ad I'm talking about. Probably the most iconic ad in the history of mankind. It was a Super Bowl ad I mean, in 1984. It was also like, it was also like considered very cringe. But yeah, no. I mean, I think it's I think it's neat. It's uh, it's neat. Yeah. Well, the point I'm making here is that the fact that Matt Damon partnered with Crypto.com made a really cool ad and it's going to be premiered in front of millions of people. This is another sign that, in my opinion, we're seeing mainstream adoption. I think it's going to continue. With that said, let's go ahead and move on here to a couple of other articles. These are pretty, pretty quick, but this is pretty interesting. Uh, this is over on uh, BNN Bloomberg uh, Canada. Holders of 100 Bitcoin or more so-called whales and a supply chain shock drove the increased network activity, Pete Humiston, a manager at Kraken Intelligence, wrote in a report. The weekly average holdings of whales rose by point uh, by a quarter percent since early October to reach a record $724 billion. We're going to talk about another one of those whales here in a second. Uh, the number of such holders increased 1.6% to $16,156, the highest level since May. Tim, I want to ask you this. How do you think these whales are managing to get so much money that they're able to buy so much Bitcoin, despite the fact that Bitcoin's worth 10 times as much as it was just a year and a half ago? How are they still increasing their holdings? You'd think that they would be losing their holdings. You know, the truth is they just have a lot of money is the really simple question, a really simple answer. We also just had the whole thing. Remember, uh, who was it that said it? I don't remember what. Uh, the name will come back to me who said this, but he, he talked about he predicted there were not millions, but billions of dollars from from institutional investors waiting to come to Bitcoin as soon as Bitcoin made it clear that they could kind of do what the environmentalist people wanted them to do with it. You know, Bitcoin over the last couple of months has moved to where there, I, when was the last time we heard an argument about the efficiency of the uh of the usage of Bitcoin, it's been a minute. And so now it's these true. institutions are comfortable that they're not going to piss off their uh, customers by investing heavily in Bitcoin. It sucks for them that they didn't get in when it was like 10,000 when they should have, but now it's at Yeah, know, well, it was 60, a bunch 000. of manipulation in the first place. It yeah, was a it was. narrative that was driven to crash Bitcoin because the thing is, you got to realize this. We're about to talk about Michael Saylor. When did Michael Saylor get all of those? Think about this. Just guys, I'm not a tinfoil hat conspiracist, I swear to you. But just think about this for a second. When did Michael Saylor, Tim, do you remember this? Because we reported on this. When did Michael Saylor get all of those industry executives in that same room? Oh, gosh. That was... Uh, it was in February. It was around Valentine's Day, I want to say. I'm pretty sure what? it was February. It might have been. You meant when he had Elon and everything? No, it wasn't Elon. It was when he had just Before a that? bunch of executives. He got like 500 of them in a room, had a bunch of executives in the room. What happened three months later? Bunch of FUD came out from Elon Musk. Bunch of FUD came out from the media. Bunch of FUD came out from all these different news areas that are owned by all these different billionaires. Crashed the price on that article, on that, on that talking point of Bitcoin isn't green. Why? In my opinion, Tim's composite man over here wanted Bitcoin's price to crash so that all these very rich people could get into the market with the prices being lower. That's why they tried to push it down to 29. That's why we saw it potentially going all the way down to 23 is because there was a bunch of selling pressure. It's because there was a ton of FUD in the market that was driven by the people that wanted to crash so they could buy in lower. Tim, you've used the analogy before that when the average guy misses the boat, sucks to be you. When the rich guy misses the boat, he pulls the boat back and he gets mm-hmm. back on it. That's Absolutely. what we saw happen on Bitcoin. That's why it crashed. And by the way, that's why it is rallying right now. And that leads me to my final point, which is this. Michael Saylor, who has become a champion of the cryptocurrency industry, and I think Michael Saylor is a pretty cool guy. I'd love to meet him sometime. 
added 9,000 Bitcoin to MicroStrategy's holdings last quarter. You heard that right. 9,000 Bitcoin last quarter. Not last year, last quarter. I ran the numbers before we started. 9,000 Bitcoin. It's actually 9,900 Bitcoin, so that's a little bit of an understatement. He added 9,000 Bitcoin to, excuse me, no, it is 9,000. There was a typo in our article. I take that back. There was 9,000 Bitcoin added. That is about $550 million in a quarter. Now, this is really interesting coming from MicroStrategy, which only has, as far as I'm aware, about a 200 to $400 million a year revenue, which I say only, but you, the reason I say that is because they are pouring so much money into this asset class. It's ridiculous. And um, uh, Michael Saylor, Michael Saylor himself has even stipulated. <laughs> Saylor? Saylor? Michael Saylor himself has even stipulated that he owns personally 17,000 Bitcoin, which totals to a billion dollars in valuation. This one guy holds a billion dollars in crypto, and this total um, accumulation in Bitcoin has brought MicroStrategy's total value uh, total holdings in Bitcoin up to 114,000 Bitcoin. Tim, do you think it's healthy that even though Michael Saylor is a champion of crypto and he's done a lot of great things for the industry, do you think it's healthy that he and his company hold 125,000 Bitcoin, which is more than a single percent of the total supply? Is it healthy? Or it's almost a percent, whatever it is. I mean, the the truth is that they will end up selling. They're not going to hold it for forever. Uh I don't know. Like, I guess part of my answer to that would be I'm glad it's him instead of maybe somebody else. Yeah. Uh, because he definitely does have uh, the long-term interest of Bitcoin value at heart. But again, as we talked about before, you don't also want to make Michael Saylor this Bitcoin hero and rely on him because with that level of of holding, he could he could massively affect the price. Now, he would get hurt in the process. But yeah, it's healthy in a way and unhealthy in another way. But I do think long term it will get, you know, cha- it'll change hands. And that's the nature of, especially as it gets closer towards a currency, that's what it does. Well, with that said, let's go ahead and read some super chats and yeah. jump into our intermission. We're going to come back with our bearish technicals here in a second, which is going to be a shorter segment because things are actually looking pretty good. Uh, and then oh, we're yeah. going to jump into our discussion. Well, we got one. So we already announced that we had uh, two new members. I just want to say their names again Thomas Post and Tom Wilkes. Again, if your name is Tom, the, today is the day. Uh, but we have one from Richard Cooper saying, hi, guys. Isn't it ironic how the Shiba Inu coin that has been the catalyst to cause all retail to FOMO in? No, it's not. Sh- did he say, is it shocking? He said, is it ironic? Is it ironic? Um, I think it's expected. It happens, the, yeah. Yeah, it, I, I think it's expected because, you know, we have witnessed over the last six, seven, eight years in politics, I'll leave it at that, in politics, in uh, uh, global trade, in um, geopolitics, in uh, just gl- global economics in general, memes are driving the world now. Like, it really is. Take a look at every single presidential election, every single senatorial election anywhere in the world, any local election. Take a look at what happened with uh, Robin Hood and Uh, The stock market earlier this year, you look anywhere and memes are driving the world. Why? Because memes are the thing that entertain people nowadays. Memes are taking over Hollywood. They just really are. They are just dominating the zeitgeist of our culture. And whenever somebody sees Shiba Inu coin could make you a millionaire and they see headlines like invested $6,000 in Shiba Inu a year and a half ago and now he's worth $5.7 billion like some of these articles are coming out and saying, then, um, you know, it's not surprising at all. Is it a good thing? 
that's an argument that you can make. I think it's a decent thing because it means that people are getting into crypto and then we can teach them the right way to do crypto, which is what happens to a lot of it. By the way, drop a one in chat if you got, and there's no shame here because if you're in crypto, you're in crypto and we love that. Drop a one in chat if you got into crypto because you heard about a meme coin and then you started watching this channel or you started watching another channel, you started researching and then all of a sudden you actually understand what crypto is about. Drop a one if that's you. Yes. We got another one from Artist Anonymous saying, why does Grayscale keep ETC as their third largest trust? I really don't know. Yeah, I, I have no idea because Ethereum Classic is a joke in my opinion. <sighs> yeah. We got a, this is a good one. Uh, so Smay's favorite, uh, Wayne Kerr, says, if I subscribe as a Jedi Grandmaster, can I get a personalized video from Smay instead of Jeff? <laughs> I, yeah, I can do that, guys. I can sure. Do that. I think the answer is yeah. yeah. Like, I, don't yeah. I mean, that, I, I, that also goes for Tim, too. If you guys if you guys I want somebody also. else, you can request, I guess. I mean, yeah. I don't know. No, I, I, it's up to you. I, if I subscribed, I'd want a Smay one, so. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow. I want, I'd want Jeb. I, I I, you know, I, I, I want Jeb as well, but, you know, it's, I think if you told me, like, hey, uh, I get a personal. I feel like a personalized video from, from Smay would be would be a turtles. lot funnier than mine. Uh, yeah. Anyway, at least you going. Taylor's I'm just over here like I love you guys, and Smay's like turtles. Taylor Walser, I think that's said correctly. He said, "God bless this team. Y'all have grown this much for a reason. Thank oh, y'all for everything. Thank you. Blessings from North Carolina. Let's go, North Carolina. Come on. Tim and I were in North Carolina about 10, 11 months ago. He taught me how to snowboard up I there, Catalucci Resort. I if you're did, from I North did. Carolina, you know where Catalucci is. I'm sure. It's not a bad. You know, the it truth is bad. for being that. Far South is not really that for bad being that far not south bad. and in the east, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Uh, Ross Jensen, come on now. He said this is for Tim's hooked on phonics subscription to read names. <laughs> I... oh. Ross, oof, okay, that's rough. Bill Storm said, okay, this is about tire. You know what? I'm gonna read it just because Tiger King coin has been a hot commodity of uh, of discussion. Tiger King coin broke its consolidation and is about to erupt all time high and make Sheeb's parabolic run look like a blip. Uh, Bill, I don't know. I don't really follow that coin, but thank you for the donation. The Crypto Keeper, last one I see here. Jeb, my guy, keep killing the game. Let's go, Crypto Keeper. Guys, make sure to go subscribe to the Crypto Keeper. I believe he's Debate Crypto on YouTube. I met him on Around the Blockchain. Great guy. He is, uh, he's got a whole, he's a, he runs a construction company. This dude is freaking awesome. Love him. Go subscribe to his channel if you haven't already. Crypto Keeper, feel free to put all your links in the description and shill your, shill your Twitter and your TikTok and everything. Be more than happy to pump you up, guys. Make sure to go follow him. With that said, is that all of, oh, we got we one said, more. We got one more just came in from Xander134. Any reason why we are seeing a pump in meme coins before altcoins such as ADA, Sheeb, SafeMoon have gone up over 200% and some alts have stayed still. I'll tell you what I think. I think the reason that we've seen these meme coins pump so much uh, and some of these other cryptocurrencies that <clears throat> actually have value uh, have not pumped like ADA is because the meme coins are being um, found out about by the general populace because yes. Bitcoin broke all-time high. Yes. Everybody and their mother is hearing the word Bitcoin and crypto again. And I told you guys this a week and a half ago. As soon as Bitcoin breaks all-time high, everybody's going to start talking about it. And then what's going to happen? All these people are going to see the meme coins and they're going to get in the meme coin. Exactly. And then they're eventually going to hopefully stay in crypto. No, this this is something that, you know, not, not that Ethereum... Or Cardano were a meme coin earlier this year, but they were relatively smaller. There's, yeah. I had friends who literally they looked at what was happening in Bitcoin. They're like, "Oh my gosh!" Well, hold on a minute. Ethereum's going faster. You know, Cardano's going faster. 
I'll just go over there and put my money in there yep. because I'll make more money in the long process. The same thing right happening right now. Bitcoin is making the headlines in all these major news stations, and everyone who understands investing is getting into Bitcoin. It's yep. the retail investor who says, "Well, I I could double my money here in a little bit with Bitcoin, maybe, or I could, you know, two hundred x my money with some of these meme coins. Let me go put it over there." And what happens is they wait too long and they end up getting wrecked. But that's why we're seeing that massive pump in that department, not really in the uh, uh, altcoins yet. With that said, guys, let's go ahead and jump back onto my chart. We're going to look at the bearish technicals. This is everybody's least favorite segment but it's probably the most important because we try to bring you a balanced breakfast. No, we try and bring you a balanced point of view on the cryptocurrency market because we want to make sure that you guys actually know how things are going to move and to well inform you guys, you got to know both sides. That's a problem that we have in the media nowadays is that you get one side of the story and then you have to go somewhere else, get the other side of the story. We want to give you both. So we're going to look at the bearish segment, uh, the bearish technicals. Let's go ahead and take a look here at the MACD. We looked at the MACD earlier from the bullish point of view, but now we're going to look at it from the bearish point of view because you got to remember, yes, we're converging bullish, but the fact of the matter remains it is still divergent. Uh, excuse me. It is still in a bearish cross and is still pushing to the downside. And if we look here at the four hourly chart, actually, I'm going to come down here just briefly. Remember, guys, there was this massive scam wick that happened back around mid, around uh, uh, noon yesterday. It happened actually at I want to say it was 238. If we go here on the minute chart. We can look back. I was actually in a meeting with an attorney friend of mine and I got a text from Kelly. I think it was Kelly. I forgot some, what somebody on our team texted me and asked me if I saw this. And I looked at the market. I'm like, Oh, what are you talking about? It's fine. Because I looked out like an hour later. Bitcoin dropped hard, bounced and rallied back above where it started. Essentially, what happened here, guys, is that there was a massive liquidation event. I have the liquidation, uh, uh, bybt.com forward slash liquidation data. You can see over the last 24 hours, $229 million got absolutely wrecked. And we can see that there was a relatively large liquidation event that happened recently. Let me see if I can get this to show what it's supposed to show. Um, We're supposed to be able to see. There we go. You can see right over here in that time, there was a $50 million long liquid, uh, $50 million in longs got liquidated. Four million in shorts got liquidated, but a lot of people got wrecked. And essentially what that was, in my opinion, a lot of people were trying to push the market down. They wanted to see, hey, is Bitcoin bottoming out right now? And it didn't. I think that there was some manipulation going on in that. I just got to be honest with you. I don't know why there would have been a massive short squeeze because Bitcoin didn't drop. It j- there was just kind of a short squeeze out of nowhere. So I think that somebody tried to sell a bunch of crypto on the market to see if they could plummet the price. But guess what happened? We bounced and rallied much farther than we actually started. And whoever did this found out very quickly that the bulls are very strong because we bounced and rallied farther than where we started. That is important because it shows what the sentiment of the market is right now. It shows that the sentiment is very, very bullish, and we shouldn't be concerned about that. Now, another thing to show you here is that the MACD lines right now are incredibly high on the daily chart. We've already seen about 10 days of correction, but we're still very much... Um, in this corrective area, we are very, very high right now, guys. It's just the fact of the matter, and we've never seen a bullish cross happen this high. If Bitcoin does reverse right here, it would be a record high, as far as I can tell from history, for a bullish cross. It would be kind of hard for that to happen. So keep that in mind. That does indicate that we might need some more movement to the downside, although personally, I don't really think that we do. Let's also take a look here at this, this inverse head and shoulders pattern we talked to you guys about the other day. Uh, kind of gone. I mean, this could play out. It just wouldn't look very good. And, you know, if we did go up here to about $63,000 uh, $64, and then have the shoulder, you could argue. But this little growth right here does not show a lot of confidence towards this inverse head, head and shoulders pattern narrative that we were telling. So I'm not too excited about that anymore. But do keep in mind what we talked about yesterday, that this... 
uh, this bull flag right here with a price target of $85,000 is still very much in play. And that definitely is very bullish for cryptocurrency over the next couple of weeks. Let's go ahead and look here at a couple of other things. First thing I want to show you is that if we take a look here at the Bollinger Bands, you can see we did push all the way down to the Bollinger Bands. And we're currently sitting right here around this basis line. And then moving on down to the hourly chart. We can take a look here at the uh, MACD. We were pretty bearish, but over the last little while, we have started converging bullish. And we were pretty much trading sideways here on the histogram, but now we actually look to be converging ever since we saw a little bit of movement to the upside a little bit earlier. Now, what I want to talk about from here is I want to go ahead and show you guys Lux Algo, which if you don't know, Lux Algo is one of my favorite indicators. In fact, it is my favorite indicator. And I'm going to go ahead and do a rundown of the entire market on Lux Algo so that you guys can see what this is telling you. If you guys want to sign up for Lux Algo, the link's in the description box down below. Very first thing that you need to know is that we're still under this sell signal on Lux, but it is this purple color. But what this purple means is that this is a sell signal, but it's not a very confident sell signal. Yes, we're under sell pressure, but we are not under red sell pressure like we've seen before. It means that we have selling pressure, but we're not super concerned about it is essentially what that's saying. Coming in here and turning on some of the other parts of Lux Algo here. We can also see that the trend catcher, which actually, let me go ahead and turn trend tracer off and turn reversal zones on. You can see that the trend catcher right here is still green. It never actually turned red. This is the signal that tops out and just gives you amazing signals like there and actually preceded this strong buy signal. We have not seen a reversal on that just yet. It is still green, which indicates that we never fully went into a major downtrend and that we still are retaining that bullish uh, momentum. You can also see that we didn't push all the way up here to the uh, bullish reversal zone, and we're still up here in this kind of bullish control zone on the top half of the Lux Algo indicator, which is definitely a very good sign. Also, if we take a look at our Lux Oscillator, which I'm going to have to bring up here with Lux Oscillator Premium, you guys can see that we are still currently under a I have no idea what I just did there. There we go. You can see that we are still currently under a red dot on Lux Algo, and I'm looking for this to bottom out and start curving around. It hasn't happened yet, but if it does, we will be the first ones to tell you. Moving on here, down here to the four hourly chart. You guys can see that we're under a buy signal right now, but the trend catcher is still red, meaning that this buy signal is just not very confident. We have a buy signal, but, you know, we just we need to see more movement to the upside. We need to see this purple color turn green so that we have some strong bullish signals. We want to see the trend catcher reverse. We're bullish, but even the EQ cloud, which is sitting right here, is relatively weak and is currently acting as resistance. So this is essentially telling us, Lux Algo is telling us, that we need to get above $62,500 if we want to see any real movement take place. Otherwise, we are going to, uh, we're going to just not really see a whole lot of bullishness happen unless we can get back above that. Also, we can see here that there are two lower lows on the oscillator. We are having the last four hours of constriction, but in general, we are seeing some bullish momentum on the four-hourly chart Lux oscillator, which is a phenomenal thing. And moving on down here to the hourly chart, we can see that we are, instead of a normal buy signal, we are under a strong buy signal. That's a good sign. And we've also seen that the trend catcher changed green several hours before the buy signal finally came in. Like I told you guys, one of my one of my strategies with Lux Algo is look for the buy signal, look for the trend catcher to change color, and look for the green dot on, or the green or red dot on Lux Oscillator. One of those is almost always going to predict a movement before the movement actually happens. Sometimes you'll see something like the buy signal come in and confirm it, and that buy signal will show up during the candlestick but take a look at this 
This reversal right here happened a full four hours before that movement to the upside, and this green dot happened a little bit before it also. So that strategy has worked out really, really well for me and definitely something that you guys can use. Now, taking a look here, we can see on the hourly chart that we are above the EQ cloud, which is a very good thing, and we're actually back up in the bullish control zone. And if we do manage to break bullish out of this pennant that we talked about earlier, then Bitcoin will be looking pretty. We right now need to get above about 62,000. So let's go to full screen. I will give you my take on where Bitcoin is right now and where I need it to go. Uh, for me to be confident about an all-time high return. And I'll tell you why I think we're fueling up the engines right now. We're on the launch pad. Ethereum just broke all-time high. That's big. Remember, Ethereum follows Bitcoin. Normally, it's not the other way around. Normally, uh, Bitcoin leads, Ethereum follows. Ethereum broke all-time high. A lot of the momentum that had been in Bitcoin has moved to Ethereum. Ethereum has taken up a lot of that uh, initiative, and now it looks like Bitcoin is going to be taking that initiative back from Ethereum. And when it does that, it only needs to get about $2,000 to the upside before everything I've seen on Lux Algo and everything I've seen in the rest of my TA flips bullish. All I need to see right now, guys, is for Bitcoin to rally back up to 64000 And by the way, that scam look we saw yesterday, that was the whales trying to push us lower so that they could buy back in lower because they know we're going to moonshot. One, that's a sign of confidence because the people who are running this market know that we're about to go into a bull market and rally really far and they want to make a lot of money. And two, it shows us that the retail is very strong as well. Why? Because the retail are the ones that bought up that manipulated drop that we saw happen yesterday. The fact of the matter is this. The fundamentals, as always, are remarkably bullish. What's different right now is that in the last 24 hours, we have seen a lot of tests trying to push us to the downside that have failed and now the path is clear back up to all-time high yeah. and beyond yeah i i would challenge everybody out there who does their own ta and the truth is if you guys believe in ta some of you guys don't and that's okay i don't know why you're really watching because this is a ta channel but <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you believe in TA, go do your own TA on this stuff. Something that I have really been working heavily in the last couple of weeks is not just looking at Bitcoin over USD and then Ethereum over USD and then Cardano over USD. I'm I'm now heavily starting to cross-reference and do a lot more attention, giving a lot more attention to Ethereum over Bitcoin, Cardano over Bitcoin, even Bitcoin over Ethereum, you know, even though it's it's pretty much the inverse. I like to look at those things. And what I'm seeing right now you're not going to get the full picture by just looking at Ethereum's chart and just looking at Bitcoin's chart. Right now, I think there's a lot of great information happening on the Ethereum over Bitcoin chart. And today, we had it worked out to where you guys can see my screen. Today, you can't. There was a, a mix up with the computer. So maybe we'll have that fixed next week. But I want you guys, this is just your homework. Go look at that chart and tell me what you think. Yep. We did see, as Jeb just described, we saw a, a ways where Bitcoin had all the power. Ethereum over Bitcoin was just going down, 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 down in a descending wedge we broke bullish we we broke it up you know bitcoin got kind of boring slash actually a little bit bearish over the last couple of days while ethereum climbed but go look at that chart because if you're looking at it you're gonna see it looks like the tide is shifting it looks like potentially you know i'm hoping ethereum stays up but it looks like the attention of inflow of money is going to start switching back over to bitcoin uh you can go look at the cardano over bitcoin chart it's pretty depressing <laughs> kind of looks boring. Uh, but Ethereum over Bitcoin, I think, would help unlock a lot of information. And if you want to get serious about this, you're going to need to look at several charts. One of the things I even learned from Kelly, because Kelly has been amazing at helping even teach me things on top of stuff that Jeb has taught me, uh, 
And Kelly, I, I watch how he does these things and his diversification of the charts and what he's looking at and putting the pieces together. If you want a full picture of what's happening in the market, you don't just look at news. You don't just look at one chart. You don't just look listen to one person's advice. You listen to a lot of things. And that's why our channel, we do try to cover news. We try to cover uh, on-chain metrics. We cover the bullish. We cover the bearish. We change up what we're looking at to try to give you a more complete picture. But we couldn't possibly. Jeff, do you think we could give everyone a 100% crystal clear? clear picture of what's happening in the market. Man, I wish. We'd be billionaires right yeah. now. <laughs> so we, the, the whole point of the channel, in case you guys are wondering, is not to give you guys the golden nugget or the golden egg, I guess would be better, to unlock. It's to teach you how to find it yourself. But we do show you things throughout the process. Doing this, what I love about watching Jeb do TA, and this is how I've learned, is I, I watch CT2A. Uh, I learned all the the information, and then I watch him daily. And there's an art form to drawing things. There's an art form to reading the mm -hmm. charts that that you need practice. You need to look at several different things. So I heavily, heavily, heavily encourage you guys uh, go look at all of those things, and then come. And you, that's what informs your opinion. That's what forms your uh, your knowledge to know when to invest, when not to invest, when to trade, when to sell. And so that, that's what I found in the industry this morning. I wish I wish I could show it to you, but I don't know if, Je if Jeb, you were looking at any of that. No, I saw it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to, it's kind of, are you talking about Ethereum BTC? Yeah. Yeah, look at my screen really quickly and I'll show you what he's talking about. Essentially, right now, ETH BTC is in a giant symmetrical triangle pattern and it has been uh, pretty much this entire year. It's bouncing and rallying over the last little while. It broke bullish out of this falling wedge. That's why he's talking about. But well, at what some I'm looking point at right soon, now is look at the hourly chart real quick. Look at the hour chart and let them see what the RSI is doing on the hourly chart. Yep. Let's look, look at that. Look at, it's, it's, it's actually like a clean line. There's some very look, clear bearish RSI divergence. Look at divergence. that bearish RSI divergence. That's so Boom, clean. take a look at that. That's so obvious, yeah. And it doesn't, I, that just you know, that doesn't mean Ethereum's going to go down in price. What it means is maybe it's Ethereum's time to move a little sideways and it's Bitcoin's turn again to rally. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, while we're on my screen, I want to show you something pretty cool, which is the CryptoJeb.com site. And I want to announce something. We just have a bunch of merchandise go live. Go check out CryptoJeb.com forward slash shop hyphen all. You can just go to CryptoJeb.com and hit merchandise up here. Take a look at all this stuff. We got hoodies. We got mugs. We got shirts. We got posters. We got visors. We got coffee mugs. We got socks. We got backpacks. We got phone cases. We got posters. We got freaking everything. If you guys want to represent mm -hmm. some CryptoJeb merchandise, check out CryptoJeb.com. Man, we even got a fanny pack if that's what you are into. So make sure to check all of that out with the link in the description box down below. Yeah, and guess what? There's oh, also yeah. going to be the Smay on a Ladder yeah, shirt. Yeah, the on a Ladder shirt. Oh, yeah. it's, gonna be, it's coming this week, guys. It was supposed to be up today, but it's coming next week. It's, it's coming it's, soon. It's coming soon. Yep, the Smay on a Ladder coming I wonder soon. if I still have the pop. Hold on. Let me go to full screen. I wonder if I still have the pop-up for it. You might. Do you? Oh, yeah. You yeah. do? Boom. Hey. Smay on a Ladder, baby. Smay on a Ladder merchandise on a ladder, is coming. Baby. So, guys, if you want to represent the CryptoJeb brand... Shout out to Zach Bradley, by the way. Shout out to Zach Bradley. Absolutely. Thank you very much for making that art. It looks amazing. Make sure to go to CryptoJeb.com and check out some of that merchandise. That is all live. With that said, let's go ahead and read some Super Chats for a little bit, and then we'll jump into our discussion. You want to make sure? All right. Let's see here. We have one from Xander134 saying, any reason why we are seeing a pump in the mean... Oh, wait, did I read this already? No, no, he, this is a different one. Okay, so another person asked the same thing. Any reason why we were seeing a pump in the meme coins before altcoins such as ADA, Sheeb, and SafeMoon have gone up over 200%, and some alts have stayed still? Kind of answered. Yeah, that so one it's the same bit. answer we said earlier. Yeah. Thank you very much for the donation. Um, what we're looking at here is that uh, Bitcoin broke all time high. Everybody started talking about it. Everybody went on um, Coinbase, and they they downloaded Coinbase because Coinbase became the number. But can you believe this, Tim? Coinbase became the number one app on the App Store yesterday. 
I believe it. Yeah, it, no, it did it, it in 2017 too, but it did it again. It's not, and yeah. it's, and it's Coinbase has been pumping the crap out of Shiba Inu, so that's part of the reason yeah. Coinbase has been doing that. But also, people got into cryptocurrency and they get in for meme coins. It's just kind of the way that goes. Yeah, uh, we have one from Matt C. I think we have a couple from Matt C. Actually, but Matt C. said, "Hey Jeb, uh, Joe, that okay, I don't think he meant Joe, but Joe, that options are out of the way. Maybe now, now that options are out of the way, and the bulls held very strong against the max pain price. They did. Do you yeah. think we will see?" the start of a big move to the upside this weekend uh before you answer jeb my answer is yes but what do you think yeah yeah no i agree with you i think the answer is yes i i yeah. totally do and if not it'll come sometime next week but i think it's around the corner anyway here we go e1 kenobi i have now i now have six gig portfolio in crypto because of a uh, it says, because of Ethereum, Bitcoin, I'm fairly educated in the space, and I'm all in for the future. The reason I got into crypto is Doge. E1 crypto? Does that mean he's in the military? Because isn't E1 like a classification or something in the army? Taylor, you're a, you're a military. Isn't E1 a classification No, 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 E1, like E-W-A-N. Oh, I thought you said E1. No, E1. E1, E1 as Kenobi. in the actor who plays Obi-Wan. You and no. McGregor? Yeah, e, uh, well... It, but Tim can't pronounce names. So yeah, it's it's, it's he said Ewan. Ewan. It's you and McGregor. Tim. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> Ewan? Isn't no, so, that so name? Ewan McGregor? No, but, it, but it's Kenobi. He, it's sending McGregor's Kenobi. Next name's just as hard. Yeah. Anyways. Merlis McClure. Merlis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Doge, one and a half years ago, I bought Bitcoin soon after, and I'm s- sitting super pretty. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm still laughing about the, yeah, e- I, the Ewan McGregor thing. It's a, it's a rough day. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, E1 is the first pay grade in the military. I was right. Yeah, okay. Raw cool. Zarat says, is the RSI currently built mostly from corpores? Okay, that's not, it's spelled wrong. It's not a word. <laughs> is it? Is it spelled wrong? It, well, no, literally on my document, it says corporate. He meant corporates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is the RSI currently built mostly from corporates composite, man? I'm seeing Google trends show low interest in crypto. Yeah, no, a lot of the money that's flowed into crypto over the last year has been corporate. You're absolutely right. The retail is showing up, but they ain't here yet. And they're going to be soon. And when they do, that is going to freaking moonshot the price. That's why we have predictions of like 100K by the end of the year and higher is because that retail is barely even here yet. And look, we're back at all time high. Yeah. Uh, Katia Toussaint just wanted to donate. So thank you so much. Matt C. Here was another one. Happy early birthday, Smay. Go have yourself a nice lunch. <laughs> Kelly donated. Yay. He said, hooked on phonics. I'm, I, I'm done, Kelly. <laughs> uh, you know, Kelly. It's oh, all, gosh. It's, it. I just wish. <laughs> Why are you crying? I w- oh my gosh. Gosh, I'm reading the other ones. I wish that someone else did. I am. I move for this job description to be taken off of my shoulders. Oh my and someone else can take the hate and the heat and the problems of reading these names. Because I listen, I have sat here while both Smay and Jeb ruined names as well and have seen nothing in chat roasting them. Well, I don't say Ewan, Ewan Kenobi. Yes, that one was bad. That, that was, was pretty I terrible. Will admit, but there are rough. other ones. How rough, often do you see the name Ewan. Like, that's just not a common name. It's common in the UK. It's it's common, common in, it's I don't common live in, in the UK. Well, that's because well, you're Well, actually, Ewan is uh, Scottish. Yeah, I was going to say, that's Scottish. Yeah. Okay, we did, Scottish. 
We did have another one from Scottish. Ewan Kenobi saying, ha yes, Ewan is in Ewan McGregor in Scotland, <laughs> LOL, LOL. Am I the only one that got Ewan McGregor and Conor McGregor mixed up for so many years? No. Yes. I'm not the only one? You did, did I mean, you yeah, I know I didn't. Oh. Because I love Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, I know. I love him. I love Obi-Wan Kenobi also. <laughs> Last one I'm going to read here. Kevin Dam just said, keep up the good, keep up the good, the greetings from the Holland. From from the Holland. Yes. From the Holland. The keep Holland. The good, the good. There's a lot of thes in there. Keep up the, 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 the good, the greetings from the Holland. Boom. Okay. Ooh, well, there you go. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. Tim. Yes. What do you? Th- this is another good question that we have for you. What do you think is the part of the user experience in cryptocurrency that needs the most improvement to help mass adoption come about? Well, I think the fact that okay. For noobs, for people getting involved in crypto, what do they flock to? They flock to meme coins. They, like, I think there needs to be potentially even an easier system for people getting in. And don't get me wrong, it's not necessarily hard, but we okay, – I'm trying to even organize my thoughts to say this. I want to pause my thought. Let's back up even a second. We talked about this a couple days ago on our show, the fact that how many people are going to get screwed over by going to Bitcoin ATMs. Now, listen. The reason the Bitcoin ATM is going to be so useful at all these, I think we're talking about Walmart adopting over 200 locations. It's going to be so useful because it's so easy. But unfortunately, the fees are going to be ridiculous. I think it would be really, really cool and really, really helpful to come up with an affordable way to make it easier for people to get involved with cryptos. And I know all of us sitting here are probably, you know, I, I would be surprised there's a lot of people watching that aren't involved with crypto who's like, oh, I just sign up for an exchange. Trust me. I've walked people through the process, and you would think that the way they're responding to how we're walking them through the process, you would think that we were doing an, a, a glorious magic show, yep. and it was like sorcery. Yep. But it, it, it's just – at this point, I would say let's let's find a way to make it even easier and not kill people by getting them to go to the a Bitcoin ATM to be able to get involved in crypto. Yeah, for real. Bitcoin ATMs are a complete and total scam. If you guys are considering using one, don't. I'd much rather you use Coinbase Pro. It is a much better yeah. platform. Tim, I also have another question for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to ask that question to Taylor. Uh, oh. Should your grandparents buy Bitcoin? Yeah. No, okay. So we, we talked, we about, talked this about this one show. earlier. So this is a hard one. I have one grandparent at the moment and and uh, love her. Uh, she's, she's been gone mentally here for a little bit. I uh, mm-hmm. haven't had a, a conversation with her that I think she remembered me in a hair in a while. But mm, uh, the sorry. answer is yes for one of one of a couple reasons. I joked earlier. I was like, oh, yeah, let our grandparents, you know, die, and then they can, you know, they can give it to us. But low-key, that's actually not just even for their own retirement, but that's that's one of the things that even I think about when I'm when I'm getting older is what do I leave my kids and my grandkids and my great-grandkids and what am I building now? Especially we are so early in crypto that it's going to be so much harder. I think I've said this on the show before that, like, if you hold – a tenth of a Bitcoin right now, the temptation to be like, oh, it's really not that much is kind of hot. A tenth of a Bitcoin here in like 20 years is a lot will of money. Be amazing. So what I'm saying is at the ability to purchase a large amount of Bitcoin right now, even if you're older, for the sake of passing to your future generations is very valuable. So yes, I would heavily recommend grandparents go ahead and get invested in crypto. The, the truth is I've had lots of conversations with people who are grandparents who are getting older and they're thinking about not only their retirement, but also, hey, what will I leave my children and, and so on and so forth. So this is Again, this is an amazing, amazing time to be getting involved with crypto because it's we are still young in the crypto world. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's something that we can do to help drive adoption is we can help people that otherwise would not get into crypto because it's daunting. We can help them get into crypto by showing them the way. And that's what we can do for all of our friends. 
Um, somebody just donated SMC. I wonder who that guy is. He said, to Tim, uh, to Jeb, Tim, and Smay, be advised, leave 10 pounds of Hershey bars in a plain unmarked bag at the end of the driveway on Halloween, or I will egg and TP your houses. <laughs> well, heck, all right. Uh, I will I will make sure to keep that in mind, uh, SMC. Uh, Tim, I got another question for you. What mistakes are you glad you made early in crypto? That's a good question. That is a very good question. I think I've kind of answered this on the show before where I've made mistakes trading. I've made mistakes trying to hit the top and the bottom. So whether I'm glad I made those mistakes or not, I'm glad I learned from them because that's another thing is a mistake is valuable in as so far as you learn from it. If you continue to make the same mistake over and over and over and over again, it's not very valuable. So it's not very fun. For real. Uh, No, I, I would say what I'm very glad about is that I learned from my mistakes. I'm also very glad... That, you know, I had the privilege, and not everyone gets this, as I was growing in crypto, I literally got to sit here, Jeb, like at your feet and learn from you. Oh, my God. So that's quit. like, you know, that, I mean, that's a great gift right there just to be surrounded day in and day out. When you surround yourself day in and day out with a topic, you will learn it. Like, I've said this for a long time. Don't get me wrong. I still think people, if they're going to nursing programs, should go to nursing school and stuff. But I have a friend who's a nurse who he told me, he's like, dude, I learned 10 times as much within the first three months of being in the hospital. Well, that's why your job wife, Taylor, said also. Yeah, it, because she was a nursing student. so much by putting yourself in a scenario day in and day out. Yeah. And I, so I, that's a privilege I have that not everyone's going to have. But what I can tell you is continue to grind. Like a lot of these people, you guys don't just watch us. You watch a bunch of other YouTubers. You do your own research. And that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Continue. Continue to learn. Never grow tired of learning. Never get bored. Never be – never like be – uh, content with what you already know, continue to learn love and grow that. yourself. I love that. Good deal. Well, let's go ahead and read some super chats here and then we'll wrap it out. Yeah, we got, let's see here, one from Daniel Verestegue. 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 V E R A S T E G U I. How would you say it? I don't know, but that really amused me for some reason. <laughs> they all do. They all like I me. like I just had Man, a hearty chuckle. So hard this stream, my abs hurt. Dude, like, I had a ow. hearty chuckle at that all one. Right. That was a Smay pretty. A, heavy that was a knee slapper. Yeah. Smay on a ladder needs to be an NFT. I would love to have it. Keep up the good that work. Should be an NFT. That That's light. a good idea. Praise God always. Yes, sir. Honestly, Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. NFT. Maybe. Maybe would in you the buy future. that NFT, Smay. Well, I mean, you'd be the no, one. No, why would I, I buy guess. it? I did see a suggestion yesterday. Someone said, well, maybe Tim should just read first names from now on, but it wouldn't be as fun. It wouldn't be as fun. Think. No, he got to read all of them. I mean, so. some people have some pretty hard to say. Uh, people do have some think, hard to well, say names. Just, earlier today, I messed up. You, Ewan was the first name. That was, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That was pretty rough. <laughs> I keep I, if you if you never watched Star Wars, that's I wonder how you would have pronounced Kenobi. Kenobi. Yeah. Well, that's. I also the reason I went with it too is because Ewan Kenobi. I thought he was making a play on that. Like, yeah. Uh, what was what was Kenobi's uh, Obi Wan Kenobi? So yeah. I thought it was Ewan Obi. Oh my gosh. So yeah. My ben brain. Kenobi. No, that's all the super chats I have. Yep, uh, yep, yep, I'm yep. looking to make sure we didn't miss any. Yeah. Um, well, guys, oh, I think that's what we got. Make absolutely sure to check out the merchandise. You don't want to miss out on all that. We got a lot of even more stuff. We got even more stuff coming. We've got a bunch of uh, special shirts like this man on the ladder shirt. So Ooh. make sure you check out all of that merchandise. You can go to CryptoJeb.com yeah. and go to our merchandise page and check all that out. And also remember, today's show was brought to you by the Cryptocurrency Technical Analysis Academy. If you want to learn absolutely everything that you need to know about TA so that you can do TA like us, then you need to check that out. Yes. That is our educational platform where we teach you guys everything that we know. So make sure to check out CT2A with the link in the description box down below. Yeah. Another really cool thing is that, you know, so we don't have any spots left. 
today, just for those who are watching and chat, you're going to be there. Today is our webinar, and I did talk to our marketing director. There are no more available seats, but these are things that are coming out every single month. So make sure if you were like, oh, darn it, I want to be in this one. We're going to have another one here a month from now. Uh, be one of the first ones to sign up for that one. Uh, we did have a super chat coming too, but I know Smay has something he's been Yeah, I was going to say, nice. since we're doing our closing name, guys, make sure you follow all of us on Twitter. Yes, follow yes. us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. You, can I find all those links down below? Uh Honestly, that's a, I think they just have yours in the description. I am Crypto Jeb on Twitter. I'll, I can, I'll do our lower thirds, right? Run your lower thirds. Boom. Boom this sauce. one's the easiest one. Crypto Jeb, baby. All right, then you got Tim. Tim, at the Crypto Beard. The Crypto yeah. Beard. And there's an underscore in there. So yeah, yeah. And then you got Smay, at Thicky Smay. I posted my workout today, so I told you I was going to be doing it, guys. So there you, you go. Check it out. Oh, you posted Proud like what man. we did? Yeah. Not, yeah, Smay and I worked out this morning. Yeah. Dope. I worked out. No, no, we, not together. Yeah, true. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Never. No, last super chat, because I want to just... Uh, uh, give him honor for just supporting us. Eddie Alexander said, sold all my crypto on Robinhood, but bought right back in on Coinbase. Good Is idea. Is this taxable? How do you report it? Net zero. Uh, we can't answer Can't answer that. I'm questions. sorry. That's a, that's a tax question, and we're, yeah. under a, we're under a liability legally if we start answering tax questions. Yeah. But you do need an answer to that question, and you do need to work on finding a crypto CPA, a CPA who actually knows how uh, cryptocurrency works, because a lot of the CPAs out there still don't understand how CPAs work. Um, so definitely talk to someone about that. Anyway, guys, if you enjoyed today's stream, make sure to hit that like button as well. Let's see if we can't get a 2,000 likes here in the next couple of minutes. Make sure to check out the merchandise and CT2A and all of our social medias. But before I go, I do just first want to thank each and every single last one of you for watching, as always. And I will see you guys in the next video. Peace. enjoyed listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast. Tune in every day at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch live on YouTube. Follow us on our social media accounts at CryptoJeb. And lastly, we want to thank you for supporting us here at McAfee Media.